Today, we have Ilda Sabido, who is running for District 3. District 3. District 3. And um, today, we're going to be having her on the podcast, Born and Raised. I'm really excited to, you know, get to know you better, Ilda, and hear your story and get to know more about why you're running and, you know, what it means for you. Um, so, Dom, I'll let you take it away. Yes. So, hey, y'all. Um, we're back again with another episode. Um, like my guy said, we'll have Ilda in the building today, um, and we're going to see who Ilda is. We're going to see uh, <laughs> what her plans for our school board is. Um, so, let's get to it. Um, Ilda, uh, you know, feel free to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Yes, um, I'm Ilda Subido. Um, uh, raised in Waco. I've been here all my life. I've gone to schools from North Waco Elementary to University Middle and University High. And I graduated from University High. Um, just grew up. I, I, I think that University High School is the reason why I have the confidence level that I have because there's a culture of pride at university that no, it's not something you can explain. You just come out of there knowing, hey, <laughs> I'm from South Waco. <laughs> and, and it's followed me wherever I go. And it's that pride of, of who I am, where I come from, and, uh, and who I represent. But um, I, yes, I'm also a mom now. Um, uh, mom of two kids, a uh, five-year-old and a two-year-old. And the wife to Hector Sabido, who's a councilman here in Waco, and um, we've we've um, really given our time for many years to the community, whether it was a, a church or in volunteer work. We've we've done that for over almost like 15 years now, um, and um, we love it. We we love it. I know personally, I have a, a huge part for the youth and, and the next generation what's to come. So that's why I wanted to run for school board. Awesome. And um, you were, you know, born here too, right? Born and raised in Lincoln? In Lincoln. I wasn't born, actually. I was born in Miami, Florida. Um, okay. But um, I was literally born there and brought right back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. Um, so, you know, we'll jump into some of your, um, you know, points for your campaign. Um, so the first one, I, I know you spoke a lot about, you know, just knowing you personally, uh, you, and some of the, doing the interviews that we've been doing, uh, you spoke a lot about the improvement between WISD school board and community, you know, um, making, um, uh, having that go past just the school, but bringing it home with the kids and with the families. Can you speak a little bit about that relationship and why it's important? Um, um, I'm trying to make sure I understood your question. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, if you can like speak about the importance of like um, why the the school board should have a good relationship with the community and the families at home, you know. Oh, um, it's, it's very important. It's everything. I, I think um, you can't go in and um, make a difference in in the lives of our students without really knowing them, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. you know, just growing up in university, we could always tell when somebody really cared or if they were just, you know, being fake, yeah. <laughs> as we would yeah. say, yeah. And, uh, and, and it's everything. So uh, being involved will help with them, re 
really seeing if you really care or if you're just there for self-recognition um, mm -hmm. being involved in in um, the community and them seeing you out and about is, is great i mean I, I feel like that's that's great but a legit connection um I, i'm really looking forward to sitting down with principals and teachers and really finding out what their needs are firsthand and not hearing it from someone else and having those close relationships with them to where they can just reach out and get text or email and say hey what's going on and i don't know what to do or hey i have an idea how can i get you know to be an outlet or mm -hmm. a, a bridge for some for sure yeah I saw in um, a Waco Trib article, I think recently, it was with you and then um, Jose Vidania and basically y'all were, you know, kind of talking about the election and whatnot. And I believe one of the quotes in the article was about, I think it said 91% of Waco ISD students are economically challenged. And that number is just shocking. Like 91% is that's extremely high. Um, and I think, you know, to no surprise, with the mean income in Waco being about $15,000 a year, you know, um, what do you feel like the school board could be doing better to address um, these economical challenges? Because, you know, I got free lunch when I was in all, all through school. And so that's something that a struggle that I most definitely understood um and you know wondering where was i going to eat what was i going to eat and so that's something that i you know thought about when i was younger but you know what can the school board do better to you know alleviate that or um, try and mitigate some of those uh things there man i, I really I, this reminds me of um dr marcus nelson he mm -hmm. really came in and and showed what that looks like mm -hmm. and um making sure that every child had free lunch regardless of if you could if you know uh, economic status or, or what have you didn't have to qualify it was just free and then transportation using the tools of the city to um to make sure that everybody had a way to school if it wasn't through waco isd and and i think in that way working with the city, working with a lot of resources that we have already in, in town um, would help bridge those gaps and those needs. Uh, I love organizations like the Cove for the students who are homeless. And I mean, let's, there, there's so many um, great tools out there um, and making a stronger connection, making sure that the children, the students are connected and are able to use them because what good are they if they're well, what we can't use them or they don't know about them? So I would definitely try, try and strengthen relationships and bring um, bring everyone together. For sure, for sure. Uh, great answer, for sure, great points. Um, I wanted to ask to some people that may be listening, uh, can you explain a little bit more what the school board does and what, what it, what it kind of entails? I know yeah. it's a very broad question, but. <laughs> no, no, it's actually, um, to keep things simple, and I, I, I think it is simple. Um, the school board's position is really to implement um, implement uh, different regulations, or um, or even like hire the superintendent and to hold the superintendent accountable for these changes or what 
you know, anything that we want to implement and to really be connected with your, with your district and the people that you serve to know what those needs are. Um, that connect with, tra translate that information from the community to what the school needs to be doing and making sure that we're ever evolving because needs are changing day by day. Right now we're in a pandemic, so the needs that, were, that are needed now aren't the same ones that were needed last year. So if changes need to happen, um, we make sure that things get changed and we, we hold the superintendent accountable to, to put those things through. Sure. Got you. Um, I think one thing I, I wanted to, you know, ask you a little bit more about is, you know, what have you seen, um, like as far as like growth over the past couple of years, having been in Waco for a while, what type of growth have you seen uh, throughout the school board over the past couple of years? And, you know, are there things that you're looking forward to being able to further if you were elected or, you know, things that you're looking forward to changing? Like, what really stands out to you? Like, what's what's the uh, fire in the, uh, the iron is maybe the expression uh, or the iron in the fire? Um, well, what would that be for you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, the, the fire, as you said, uh, for me is, is continuing some of the work that Dr. Nelson began. I, I do. I think he had a very special way of connecting. Um, he knew the needs because he experienced them himself. You know, he was a student um, and he knew what, what he needed when he was in school. And um, I admire that very much so. So, I mean, it would be some more of the same. Um, I, I, I truly believe there are some very, very special students in our schools today, and they will accomplish amazing things, but we have to equip them. We have to let them know and empower them that they can do it. Starting with myself, um, the confidence that I received in university was very important, but sometimes I think there were some um, opportunities um, that weren't offered at certain schools that there were in other schools and that's something I, I really want to fight for to make sure that opportunities are equal across the district and um, that everyone sees education as a good thing you know the quality of education is also very important to me I, I know the difference between an amazing um, education one that brings you back to school and you want to know your, it's like almost like you're watching a show and you're riveted and you're like, I want to know what Abraham Lincoln did next. <laughs> it's just, you're just so excited about what you're learning. Mm -hmm. And it should be that way for everybody from pre-K all the way up to 12th grade. And I think by empowering our teachers and creating grades, there's, there's so much <laughs> I want yeah. to do. Um, but it, it all starts with relationships and um, empowering our students and teachers to to use their gifts that they've they already have within them and and create a stronger environment in the schools both for teachers and students amazing thank you for that answer so for as someone like me i'm actually going to school to be a teacher so hopefully in the next two years i'll be um at cedar chavez i'll be teaching seventh grade um so i guess what i'm asking is if let's say there were teachers who had issues with like uh, maybe outdated textbooks or materials that were needed, um, would they refer to the school board 
and try to bring those issues up or any issue really uh, and would it go from there um and you know what's the relationship between teachers and school board really like is um, there a point of contact or they go directly to the, the point of contact is their superior which would be the principal and it goes up a ladder um all the way up to the superintendent because that's really her job to mm -hmm. to make sure that all the needs are met now you've got um HR, you have different departments to, to help with each need, but if a need isn't being met, I want the schools to know that I'm available to know that information and I will be reaching out to find out that information because they should have updated um, yeah, yeah. materials to learn stuff that's relevant to our students and thank God our, our district has the funds to do so. Mm -hmm. so we just got to get it done. Right. For sure. This has been a pretty um, monumental year, I think, in terms of <laughs> things that have happened that have just impacted the lives of so many people. And, you know, being, I'm, I live in Austin currently, and, you know, being in this particular city, being right down the street from the Capitol, there isn't a thing that really happens that doesn't um i guess that you know students don't hear about in this area and one thing i wanted to ask you about particularly was um the possibility of there being uh black history courses uh texas passed a law that approved um black history courses for i believe k through 12 or high school courses um to be taken as like an elective and so you know I wanted to, you know, hear your perspective and thoughts on, you know, what are the chances that something like that would be coming to Waco ISD and that's something that would potentially be implemented into our um, curriculums? I would definitely support that 100%. I think we can even expand that to the Hispanic, you know, mm -hmm. so much about our country's history that um, should be included in what we learn in our curriculum in schools. And I would 100% support that. I would love to have that be longer than just a month every year. Right. Um, and uh, that would be wonderful. So I would 100% support that. Yeah, amazing. Awesome, for sure. Um, so going to this Waco Trib um, article, um, they counted about like 60% of the district was Latino or Latinx. Um, and, you know, we spoke a little bit about uh, how to make schools a little bit better for immigrant families. Um, what are some things that you think the school board or the district in, in total um, could do to improve the relationship between immigrant families and school? Um, you know, I could say having bilingual documents and, and you know, making sure that they can understand them, but I, I think Latinos, I, I, my, me personally, my parents are from Mexico. I'm first generation American. And so um, having someone at the school that's bilingual, it's great. It, it's been a big help, especially at a university. There's so much of that available. Um, but I, maybe resources uh, as far as um, bilingual counselors that if a parent needs information about their student, they can 
just call up and know that there's someone there that speaks their language that can explain these things to them and point them in the right direction. So, for example, as a senior who's graduating and wants to know where to apply for scholarships and that sort of thing, counselor would be fantastic mm -hmm. in that in that point. Um, because I, I believe that regardless of social status or uh, racial background, everybody wants the best for their child. And just because they might not be informed doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to inform them about all the um, the opportunities that are out there for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, I also wanted to ask you about, um, wow, this question is slipping out of my head. It was <laughs> my tongue. I think I wanted to ask you about, uh, there's something about your district that I want. Oh, okay, I got it. Um, so within your district is, so is there anything in particular that, um, you know, you would be doing to further engage with the students and parents within your district? You know, what does that look like for you? And, you know, how do you plan to connect with people in your district? Um, I, it's present. Mm -hmm. I, that, that's the best as you can do it is being present and really connecting with people. This, this role is not really for an introvert. <laughs> it's for an extrovert mm -hmm. and really being out there and um, being out there and shaking hands and listening, listening, building relationships to where, you know, uh, we have a great principal in our district that uh, Muse 25 just did a story on Ms. Isabel Lozano and she's got it down. She was she's my counselor. There. Was she really? She's, um, yeah, she's wonderful. But um, she's got it down. She has those relationships, and there's just no better way. It, it, what makes you feel comfortable to act when you have a need and you need something? Who do you go to? The person that you know and know you can ask these things. And so relationships. It's they need to know who I am and know how to reach me so that we can get things done. Whenever there's a need or an idea, I want to know. And I want to connect and get things done. Um, uh, we have live in a, in a generation where communication is so easy. Uh, that we can text, phone, email, whatever the case. Um, and it, it, it should just not have to wait, you know? Mm -hmm. So that that's my plan is to get or let people know Ilda Sabido's here. I'm, I'm here to help. Let me know what I can do. Let's get it done. Amazing. I'm, I'm really excited for this um, for this year, for this election. Um, it seems like there is a lot of new faces running for school board, you know. Um, so I love that. If, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it a, a great representation uh, amongst the people running. Um, and I think that's super important. I think we all can agree that uh, having diversity and, and board, and especially in our school board, uh, is super important. You know, we want our people that represent us to look like the people that go to these schools and uh, work at these schools. So, um, definitely appreciate you running. And um, I know it's not easy <laughs> to take that step and to um, put yourself out there. Um, do you feel like that's ever like an issue for you? I know you're not really much of an introvert, but do you ever feel any kind of <laughs> do you ever feel like any kind of like uh, uh, maybe like any 
kind of like you ever feel? I don't know. I guess I'm trying to word it like. Um, is there ever a time where it gets to be like too much for you sometimes with everything else? Uh, you're not, not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not right now, um, this pandemic has kept us all indoors. But I, I personally, mm. I, I consider myself an introvert, extrovert. That there's times when I can be at home and just be with my family, and then I know how to turn it on when I'm in public because there's so many opportunities that I don't want to. I want to meet as many people. Yeah, yeah. Just normally, right? And I'm not just running for, for office. I love to meet different cultures, people from everywhere. I love meeting people. And um, I, do I do I feel insecure sometimes in and doing it? Yeah, I, I, but sometimes you just got to push yourself to do it with butterflies in your stomach or not because it needs mm-hmm. to be done and because it's so rewarding. I feel so good once I've met people and made connections. And say, hey, I know somebody who can help you with um, that mechanic problem or, or whatever it is. You know, uh, nothing's too small, nothing's too important. To you never know where that help is going to come from. And it comes from building those relationships, and uh, I love that. I love that. So um, even this, even you know, speaking engagement, sometimes I I get nervous right before you know you get those butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. I, I push myself to do it because. I know the end result is going to be so worth it. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much um, for joining us today. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, you did amazing. So <laughs> I don't even know what you were nervous about. Um, is there anything that you want to, you know, say before we close out? Anything you want to leave um, our listeners with? Um, yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. Uh, that I'm that you're showing me that you're giving I, I love that the, the community especially district three is so involved in this election I, I mean like I said in, in one of the other interviews that I had that this is the first time in 17 years that this district has not um, the last person that ran for this district ran unopposed for 17 years and um, this is the first time since that two people have been going up for the position and that makes me so proud because this district deserves to be represented well and deserves for people to fight for it. That's how great that, that the potential that there is in this district and I'm just really excited. I feel like that's already a win, but we haven't won yet. So vote Savito. <laughs> Please go out and vote. We're, early voting is going on now and election day is around the corner on November 3rd. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you. You crushed it. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, of course, you know, we definitely appreciate you having, we appreciate you being on and being willing to be a part of this project. Uh, And so best of luck to you, Ilda. Uh, Much love. Thank you, Dominic. Have a great rest of the day, Ilda. And like I said, best of luck with everything, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Have a good one. You too. All right, y'all. Don't forget, um, voting has already started and voting ends November 3rd. That is the last day to vote. So like Dom said last time, but what'd you say last time, bro? Don't. Uh, I don't know, I was a ball of energy last time, but I'm a ball oh. of energy today as well because I really want to try to go out and make your voices heard, make your presence felt, and go hit them polls, man. Don't yeah. don't meet me there, beat me Get there. that. Don't <laughs> meet me there, beat him there. Yeah, there it is. It's the polls. Jesus.